Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If what I think is happening is happening, it better not be. What the hell is going on around here? Gary Hoffman. That sounds like somebody I know. Shannon Farron. She can help you with your woman problem, too. I mean, women look up to her. For what? Who are these people? You keep making it. Gary and Shannon. My advice to you, start drinking heavily. Do you know how long it took to get into work today? How I have no idea. It was an hour and ten minutes for me to get to work today. An hour and ten minutes. How long is it usually? 35? 35 tops. So, and then when you get into the building, there's a big meeting that's going on today, apparently, so... Everybody's here. Like, I'm still used to COVID parking where, you know, you park right there and walk right under the staircase. It's not a thing. A couple of years ago, you'd have to park all the way down like third level or something like that. No, this is a... You got to start parking where I park. I just pull into that that number one CEO spot who I don't even know whose it is. I could be parking in one of our massively large bosses spots. I don't know what it is, but I have. I a, it's like was... I have basically a better spot than Handel does when he parks in the handicap spot. I I actually have a better spot than the handicap people. Yeah. Lucky. Well, I'm breaking the rules. Well, yes. Yes. Or you're not. You're not breaking the rules. You're taking advantage of someone's lack of um... ownership over the best spot. Yeah, that's probably it. That's probably it. <laughs> it's... It does say executive number one on it, so that might be an indication that that might be a per- powerful person. But uh, but hey, no one's gotten your car towed, and we haven't received any emails that are like, hey, that, uh, that car that's parked in that spot needs to move. Yeah. The, so. Just a couple of times, somebody, and I don't know who it is, although my money is on Jacob, uh, three or four times people have put a baby on board sticker on my car. <laughs> And I don't realize it sometimes for a few days. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and then I get very upset. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's like when uh, we used to put license plate holders on our kids' cars yeah. that they didn't know. Right. We put one on my son's that said, Cowboys, cowboy butts drive me nuts yes. or something like that. I and love on my that. daughter's, we, we put one that said, I drive fast because I have to poop. Oh my gosh, that's I would die. I would if I was a teenage girl, I would die. They don't pay attention. They don't then they thought that was a good joke and started doing it to all their friends. So a wild morning in Chicago. Three people in serious to critical condition after a building explosion. Eight people have been taken to the hospital. It happened on the city's west side. It was an explosion, but nobody knows what caused it. Usually when something like this happens, it turns out that it's going to be um, a natural gas explosion. Sure. Uh, one of the pipelines that goes into the apartment that serves the apartment complex was leaking or something like that. And then someone tries to, you know, turn on the oven or something simple and it blows up. Looks like an old brick building. Yeah. There. So that I mean, just based on what this picture is here. That entire building is going to come down. It I looks mean, like it should have come down before the explosion. <laughs> true. I, all of the windows are blown out. I mean, the explosion, it looks like, may have taken place somewhere near the top there. I mean, the the, the top floor of this four-story building uh, is collapsed in. The roof has collapsed in on it. So you can assume 
that the uh, the explosion took place there and blew out the front part of that building, but every single window in that building is now blown out. When the fire department showed up, they quickly radioed for 10 additional ambulances. Victim descriptions range from burns to traumatic injuries. Um, the natural gas utility that serves the city of Chicago called People's Gas says... That can they come up with a different name? That People's seems, Gas. People's Gas. That sounds like one of those license plate holders. Um, there is no reason now to believe the incident was caused by a natural gas explosion, they said. But, of course, People's Gas, ComEd, of course, the other utilities are going to be responding to the explosion. Nobody said that there was any gas odor. The People's Gas company said they have no equipment issues at the scene of the explosion. So that's not to say that that isn't what it was, but they had no previous indication that this is going to happen. We should retitle the show People's Gas. That, yes, that's a great... Wasn't, didn't somebody rip one on the football game last night? Yes. It was an a- announcer, and he went to clear his throat or like avoid sneezing or something like that, and it came out. It was like a... Listen, it, that. like a what? Little baby... <laughs> Um, P.S. Yes. Holy hell with the Buffalo Bills. They are, they look unbeatable. Yeah, that was a, they look unstoppable. It was And Kirk Cousins, put them in the closet. Get them out of here. (laughs) Turn off the lights. The party is over. Put them in the booth. Give him, give him a picture like Len Dawson where he's got a fresca and a cigarette and just call it. He could never be that cool. He could never be that cool. Uh, the other story is uh, we continue to track Hurricane Fiona as it makes its way. It's now a uh, category three. And like we were expecting, it did come close to uh, Turks and Caicos and cause a lot of problems. But for the most part, didn't uh, make landfall. Now, it doesn't have to, obviously, for it to be damaging. So uh, Fiona right now uh, is just north and east of the Turks and Caicos. So it's still causing some pretty big problems along there. And as it continues to move to the north, it's going to turn right and head its way farther, much farther out into the um, into the Atlantic. And probably by maybe Thursday night into Friday morning could be causing problems at, uh, along Bermuda. But Bermuda is way off the coast. It, the eastern seaboard here may see some wave action, but they're not going to see any problems. Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, they're out of the woods. couple of true crime stories that we'll bring you later on in the show. Adnan Syed, of course, granted release from prison, will get a new trial. He was the subject of Serial Season One. The high school student who was arrested and charged with killing his girlfriend, Heyman Lee, will go through the particulars of that case for you coming up in True Crime Tuesday. Also coming up in the next hour, Sherry Papini. Remember the mother of two up in Northern California who faked uh, her own kidnapping. There are some details about what went on when she was being fake kidnapped and when she was actually voluntarily hanging out with an ex-boyfriend down here in Southern California. Some weird details about their time together. I was talking to Handel about this radio show fight in St. Louis. I mean, I'm just eating this up with a spoon and a fork. Listen, people in radio can be. Well, people in TV can be. That's what the, this guy's a TV guy. You know, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah. It's a different, it's completely different person. Uh, Sometimes people think you can throw, it, it, it works sometimes. Like Fred Rogan does both wonderfully. He started out in radio. Um, but it's hard to to do to switch gears like that to have TV people do radio and radio people do TV. It's just it's a different, different it's muscle. a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, sometimes 
sometimes the thin the skin is a little thinner on the TV side. That's one way to put it. <laughs> and this uh, TV anchor doing a radio show in St. Louis went after his co-host because she was giving him crap about him not working the computer correctly. I mean, he went after her weight. He went after her job as a mom. It was not pretty. Different points during the verbal beatdown. He called her trash, took aim at her parenting skills. You're an effing mom. You don't even know the topics we're talking about. You're just stupid. He tells her to grow the F up, to which she tells him to grow the F up, to which he responds, you grow the F up, you fat F. Oh, no. Do we have the audio of this? Yeah, we'll, I, I, we'll play for it, some of you. Um, <laughs> Mondo pulled some of it earlier. Oh, it was man. good. Because not only the stuff on the air, they're like, oh, no, you're the one who said, well, I was just making fun of, no, 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 you were being mean. You were not being nice about, no, no, I was just saying, Could no, you maybe imagine? you're the one. And then off the air, somebody recorded what was going on in the studio in the commercial break, and it was, it was no holds barred. Could you imagine working with someone like that? Um, yes. Yes, I can. Uh, Joe Biden said on Sunday, <laughs> Joe Biden said on Sunday uh, that the pandemic was over. He was asked about it on 60 Minutes. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but here's what he said on Sunday night. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's But the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. Public health experts are saying, whoa, 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 whoa. We're, we're still trying to convince the American public to get that new booster shot. Um, Vivek Murthy, as a matter of fact, Surgeon General was on MSNBC and tried to clean it all up today. Two very different views there of the state of the pandemic. Is the pandemic over? Well, it's good to see you as well. I actually don't think they're all that different. What the president's reflecting is the fact that we've made tremendous progress against COVID-19. We're in a very different place now than we were at the beginning of this pandemic with significantly lower death rates. We have all of our children back in school. We have people able to go back to work, families and friends able to see each other. But he also said, you know, we have more work to do on COVID and that's right. And that's what Dr. Fauci and others have expressed as well. Uh, you know, we're losing about 400 people a day on average for this virus. Okay. Now, uh, go on. Sorry. You it doesn't, uh, it doesn't help that Congress and Democrats trying to court Republican support are trying to get $22 billion in new funding. Uh, to which I say, bless you. There's something going on with you. No, it's, uh, I think it's Mondo. Okay. Um, you know, they're trying to get new funding. And when you ask yourself, $22 billion in new funding for yeah. this thing? When I agree that it's essentially, I, I feel bad for the 400 people we're losing to the virus today, but that... Uh, it's essentially not a thing anymore. It's essentially over. We're just dealing with the the dregs well, of, of the leftovers. And I think we do a disservice. Um, well, I think a disservice is done to us when public health officials, whether it's Vivek Murthy, the mm. Surgeon General of the United States, or Barbara Ferrer, the Director of Public Health in, here in L.A. County, we deserve to see a breakdown of who it is that is still dying from this thing, right? Are we talking about people who are already severely chronically dis, dis unhealthy 
Are we talking about people who are severely overweight? Are we talking about people with COPD, uh, fourth stage cancer uh, in their 90? I mean, we, we don't see that. If this was something where we're seeing 18-year-olds drop dead, 400 of them a day, this is something that people's hair should be on fire for. But if you give us an idea of who it is that is still passing away from this thing, it gives all of us a better idea of the level of risk that we are willing to take on every single day. I think we need a breakdown of who's making money off of this thing. $22 billion that Congress wants to throw at this thing. You know, keep in mind the public health officials, the FDA, all of them, they're all in bed with the pharmaceuticals. You know, I want to know who's still making money hand over fist because that's really what it comes down to, unfortunately. Um, It's also important to make sure that we keep an eye on uh, the fraud that has taken place in all of the billions of dollars that have already been spent. Yeah, there was the biggest uh, prosecution to date today, right? Uh, Let's see here. Justice Department has charged 47 defendants in the theft of $250 million, the largest alleged fraud targeting pandemic aid to date. One of the other issues is, I mean, just to give you an idea of the potential for, when you're talking $22 billion that they're asking for, the potential for fraud and misuse of that money is just ridiculous. Um, a political donor hosted a campaign fundraiser for the governor of New York last year, Governor Kathy Hochul. Four days before she declared a state of emergency that paved way for that company, the guy, the one that the fundraiser owns, to get a $637 million no-bid state contract for COVID testing. It's, it's, it's ludicrous how we have all lost our minds when it comes to looking for accountability, in, in even in times of an emergency. Yes, March 2020 and April of 2020 and May of 2020, we were all walking around with our heads on fire because we hadn't wrapped our heads around this. But it's, it, that it continues is just so frustrating. I'm looking more into this fraud today that the DOJ announced. They say that these defendants defrauded a federal program that provided food for needy children during the pandemic. That is low. They said the defendants, a network of individuals and organizations tied to Feeding Our Future, Minnesota-based nonprofit, allegedly put the wrongly obtained federal pandemic funds toward luxury cars, houses, and other personal purchases. But they used names of children to get money. That is next level gross. They said that they submitted the names of fake kids to obtain meals and false invoices for food purchases that never occurred. Fake kids. Yikes. Fake needy kids. Uh, <laughs> that's even better. Worse. I mean, worse. All coming right. Up, coming up next, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get for you the, uh, the sound of that... Uh, Yes. <laughs> the radio show yes, fight. let's do that. Um, also, the president, former, says he would have gotten a much better seat at the Queen's funeral. I mean, you can't make this up. Like, I, that's an SNL skit of him saying, I would have had a better seat. You see where they put Biden? He was 16 rows back. I would have been fifth row. It's like, oh, my goodness. He's just out trumping himself. If you were watching the Bills game last night, you may have seen a really terrifying hit that carted Dane Jackson, cornerback of the Bills, off of the field. He is out of the hospital. Uh, it was it was hard to watch when he collided with a teammate during the Bills win over the Titans. Uh, his neck it appeared to snap back like a broken neck. They said there was no major injury to his neck or spinal cord. Wow. So that's huge.
That was, in, ugh, that was awful. It was awful. Um, a couple things going on today in baseball. Number one is that the Dodgers have a uh, doubleheader. The first game's at noon. Second game's at 7. They'll play against the Diamondbacks. Um, Angels are in Texas. Take on the Rangers. Aaron Judge is one away from 60. He had another two-homer day, this time in the afternoon game in Milwaukee. He finds himself in contention for Triple Crown. He's actually tied with Babe Ruth and Giancarlo Stanton for the ninth most home runs in a single season. The Yankees still have 16 games to play. Wow. Um, obviously, um, Roger Maris is the one that everybody talks about um, at 61. Babe Ruth had another season where he hit 60. And then in terms of the top all time, they all have asterisks next to their name. you got Barry Bonds, McGuire, 73 and 70. Sosa at 66. McGuire at 65. Sosa, 64. And Sosa, 63. Corked bat, corked bat, corked bat. Roids, roids, roids. <laughs> so so um, if Aaron Judge does this, this is going to be humongous. Are all the people on that list, including Babe and Roger Maris, are they all, did they all have the same amount of games? Was the season the same back then? That's a good question. Um, 61, I don't think so. 27, definitely not. Um, Babe Ruth in 21. I don't, yeah, I don't think they had the same amount, especially if you look at the plate appearances, for example. Um, Barry Bonds, McGuire, they all had 660 plus plate appearances. Roger Maris had 690, 690. The 1961 Major League Baseball season had 162 games. Okay, so that would make sense, but but definitely not 27. In 1927, there were 154. Okay. That's not that much, that many fewer. No, it's not. Much fewer. Um, okay, just a quick, <laughs> this is fun, behind the curtains here. Yes. Uh, in St. Louis... A guy named Vic Faust anchors the Fox television um, newscasts at, say, 5 o'clock and 9 o'clock or something like that. But in the mornings, from 8 to 10 in the morning, he works as the news anchor, apparently, for a rock radio station there. Because he's cool. And you can tell he's cool because he wears his hat backwards. And they, If you pull up a picture of Vic Faust, he looks anything but cool. Well, he looks like a, uh, a, a TV guy. A younger, blonder it's- Pat Sajak... But wearing like a quarter button Henley that's yes. trying to be a little too yes. cool. Let's see here. Chuck, what the hell is America unearthed? Um, okay. He's having a hard time finding something on the computer. Which, okay. you know, it happens. It happens. it happens. it happens from time to time. But it also creates not great radio. Crystal Cooper, who apparently one of the co-hosts on the show, was making fun of him. Was like, oh, maybe it's not the computer. Maybe it's you. This is, this is I can't see. I don't know. I'm looking. But, but it's, I'm happened trying, it's again, bad radio over and over looking again. In it, instead of we're, talking. We're just, we're researching right now. We don't have, uh, we, this don't is have what research we don't have interns like. or producers on the edge. We have to actually do this ourselves. But we do have a Mensa. And our, <laughs> and our Mensa is over here she scouring. Should already, she should already know it. No, not fair. Because they're, they're talking about Crystal Cooper being a member of Mensa. Probably. Right. Wicked smart. Whatever. Is Mensa's don't understand string theory necessarily for time <laughs> and, and and all of the quantum physics it takes to go into the into the future. Brendan, if you click so on the I'm, episode I'm on, on the Facebook line, I'm, I'm, I'm Ball, sticking up for you. I mean, anybody he, he can read. He did call me stupid yesterday on air. So no, I said you and your friends were that. stupid for saying stupid things. We didn't say anything stupid. Yes, it was they just did. An it was stupid. She's a, okay, they go on with that for a few minutes, right? She, I will it, just play devil's advocate for a minute. She does sound a little bit like one of those people who thinks that she's better than everybody. 
And sometimes that's a common thread with the Mensa people. Well, they they go to break. Finally, the host of the show is like, "You guys are this is this is horrible sound. You guys making no sense, and it, it's awful to listen to." So they go to the commercial break. The microphones are mm. off, but somebody records the conversation from that point. Every day. Okay, good You're for a you. Fat, self righteous. That's me. And every day that you come in this studio, I will call you what you are. Oh, fat, nasty bitch. And okay. the only reason job was because of me. Stop. Okay. Stop. Wow. I've told Chris five times about, and by the way, I reported your nasty five times to Chris about what you do on this radio. You attack me What have I done five different times? You've attacked me four or five times, and Chris said yes. I've never attacked you. Grown-ass men. Grown-ass women. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And she knows what she's doing, too, because she's just, she's she's, the one clearly recording it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, just egging them on. It's like, it's like when you laugh at your mom when she's mad at you, like that doesn't end well for you. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't. Are you kidding? I happened once, and then my mom <laughs> choked me, like literally put her hands on my neck. But in a loving way. No, no, it oh, was not. not. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, it's statute like statute of limitations has passed. By the way, the sta- it has passed. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that that is just great. I mean, you can just tell he's gonna lose it, and he's gonna lose it more and more and more. And she's just letting it happen. And also that he's reporting her for going after him on a radio show, like like I'd go into Robin's office and be like, Gary. Um, made fun of my weight again, you know, or something like that. If I called you Gary, fat, Gary made us do another health segment and it's clearly him going after me for my weight. <laughs> like who's complaining about a radio show banter? Like, what are you doing? Uh, the, <laughs> so that actually happened last week. I'm surprised we didn't hear about it before that. When you at, went after me for my weight. No, that happened yesterday. I'm talking about the fight here. Oh. This was, yeah. <laughs> So uh, we talked yesterday about the Queen's funeral, obviously, and uh, the state funeral, one of the largest gatherings of world leaders in history, 400, sorry, 500 foreign heads of state, monarchs, dignitaries all went to Westminster Abbey to honor Queen Elizabeth II. President Joe Biden, First Lady Jill were placed in the 14th row of Westminster Abbey's South Transept, only seven rows from the very back. Former President Trump taking the opportunity to go after Biden, writing on his Truth Social, the social media platform he founded. If I were president, they wouldn't have sat me back there. Okay. Well, there's a lot of family members, you know, all the incest, you know. Yeah, but man, that's not how they determine who sits where. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, you're the tallest guy in the room. First of all, um, he is not related to the queen. He is not a monarch. He is not a member of the Commonwealth, or the United States isn't. Um, the family of the Queen was first. Any monarchs, any leaders of the Commonwealth, um, and then other world leaders. So he would have been set in the 14th row anyway. Trump mocked Biden by posting a photograph that showed all of the assembled world leaders sitting in the Abbey with a red arrow pointing to the president towards the back. He posted alongside the picture, this is what's happened to America in just two short years. No respect. And then he said, however, a good time for our president to get to know the leaders of certain third world countries. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then then he said, why not a little mingle tingle while you're there? And then he said, in real estate, like in politics and in life, location is everything. Gosh. So good. Um, okay, here's a wellness thing. Not to, you know, I'm not looking. 
where should I look? If I'm not going to look, where should I look? Just so I don't make you feel uncomfortable. It's fine. Many of us wear things or carry things that are activity trackers, whether it's your watch, your phone, whatever. You can, a lot of people, I did 10,000 steps today, whatever it is. Um, Based on those numbers, you are going to have a hard time figuring out what that means for your health. Because sometimes when you're, I did 10,000 steps today, and you're still. You think that you can eat four Big Macs because you got 10,000 steps. I earned an entire I remember that being a thing when those trackers first came out, the Fitbits, right? And people were like, if I get 10,000 steps and I can eat a spread for 400. Well, a new study looks at activity tracker data from 78,000 people, and it says walking at a brisk pace for 30 minutes a day leads to the reduced risk of heart disease, cancer, dementia, and death compared with walking a similar number of steps, but slower. The results were published in a couple of papers, the journals JAMA Internal Medicine and JAMA Neurology. So it's perfectly fine. You get your 10,000 steps, just do it a little faster next time. Remember the one chip challenge? It was an online dare created by a tortilla chip company named Packy. It released a spicy new chip for the challenge. And the one chip challenge features the Carolina Reaper chip. The Packy website reads, this year's high voltage chip contains a supercharged Carolina Reaper pepper and stinging scorpion pepper with a shocking twist. It'll turn your tongue blue. So they distributed a bunch of these one chip packages to various different places and uh this radio station was one of them so we gave it to victor you know victor he just walks around here we don't really know um how he accounts for his full-time job but uh, i i did see he is listed as a producer but it's with a lowercase p yeah so i'm not sure what that means or what that i I don't know if it's like a pet name it's like a baby producer like a little baby producer yeah anyway uh baby producer (laughs) We made him. Uh, we made him eat the chip, and now there's huge warnings against the one chip challenge. Okay, let's. I want to push back. We didn't make him. We offered to. No, we made him. Okay. Essentially, yeah. States like California. Remember when we made him eat the popsicle that looks like a hot dog? That's an image I can't get out of my head. I'll write a song about that. Um, States like California, Texas, and Alabama have reportedly seen hospitalizations due to this chip challenge. Georgia, Colorado, there have been warnings to parents because several students are missing class. They're getting sick. They're having intense stomach pains. Some students losing consciousness. One student in Texas began seizing. Time out. Losing consciousness? Yeah. You didn't try it. You don't know what that chip's all about. No, but I think that part of what happens in the event that we... Have, make a big deal out of, oh, my gosh, this chip is so hot. You're only going to be able to eat one of them. You better not drink any water or milk or anything. And you start working yourself up to having reaction to this that isn't actual yes. reaction. I mean, if you were just to walk over and a normal bag of Doritos accidentally get one of these little buggers in there, you'd probably think it was hot, but you're not going to f- have seizures. I like to call it the Dickerson test. Would Dickerson have had that one chip and started seizing? No. No. No, he wouldn't. He would have made that chip his B. Well, he probably just would have swallowed it and said, well, I won't eat that again. Yeah. And wouldn't have walked around crying. No. And- he wouldn't have. Did you remember Victor's face yeah. with his eyes got all bloodshot? And he was, he was giggling sweating. in front of it. <laughs> That's not. 
Just deal with it. Poor Dickerson, rolling over in his grave. Where is he buried? Next to Graveyard Vineyard. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Pour one out for him up there. I'm t- every time we go there, we're like, hey, it tastes like grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this, the Cabernet Grandpa? I love it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.